Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast, where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. Hello, welcome back to Happy Class, week 32. This was a fun week because I just got home from graduation weekend up at University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, and it was quite a celebration. So fun. We had heard over and over again throughout the year that we did not want to miss in-person graduation commencement weekend at Penn. University of Pennsylvania is one of the old, I think it is the oldest university in the country. It was founded in 1740 by Benjamin Franklin with the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, which is the college that I graduated from. The MAP degree is underneath the LPS college. It's a cool school, just, you know, all around really cool, historic, dedicated, very traditional school. And it was interesting in the commencement program for the big university commencement, it explained that a lot of the traditions of commencement weekend date back to before the university system as a whole in the United States was founded. So there are a lot of specific guidelines around what a university commencement is supposed to entail. And there are some specifics that go into all of that, like the regalia, for example, and having a traditional commencement and having a processional of graduates. And a lot of those things have been instituted now at all of the universities that are, you know, underneath whatever the accredited university system looks like. And Penn, the commencement program, was saying that a lot of the traditions that they have also include those things that are, you know, a little bit younger, but that there are some traditions at Penn that go back, you know, even 100 years before some of those other university traditions. And it was really cool to be a part of some of those, one of which was the parade of graduates that we had heard all about. Before I tell you about that, let me just start at the beginning of the weekend and give you a little bit of an overview. The first event of the weekend for my class, for the Master of Applied Positive Psychology students, was a garden party at Martin Seligman's house. This is kind of a big deal. Marty is one of the most influential psychologists of the decade. 
he's written over 30 books. He's, you know, speaks all over the world. We've been really, um, it's cool to have him as one of the professors still actively teaching in the program. And normally during an in-person year, the MAP would do a garden party in October when they meet for the summit, the annual Master of Applied Positive Psychology Summit that includes alumni and it's sort of a big conference weekend for the MAP program, which I'm excited to go to next year and the year after and and use that as kind of a touchstone to be with my classmates and continue to learn about positive psychology, you know, formally at Penn during the summit weekend. Because of COVID and some of the restrictions still kind of floating around, we did not do the garden party in October. And the idea was thrown out there that maybe there's a chance we could do it when we got together for graduation. And we were really excited that that did happen. Marty lives in this gorgeous suburban neighborhood right outside of Philadelphia, right outside of the city, and has a sprawling garden that we had heard all about during the year. It was a beautiful affair. The weather was nice. It had sprinkled a little bit during the day, so the weather was cool and a great time to see classmates and professors and assistant instructors and wander around the this incredible garden. There's, you know, dozens of types of roses and other flowers popping up throughout the space. It's a really thoughtful, like, meandering garden. There was a bench here and an arbor there and just really, really lovely. My friend, one of my classmates and friend, Mariah, set up a smoothie bar. She's launching a smoothie company called Wealthy. She lives in Philadelphia. And so she had brought along, this was her first smoothie pop-up, I will tell you that for the rest of the day, when we talked to our kids about what they loved about our first day up in Philadelphia, they said it was the smoothies. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, check out Wealthy. Uh, I'll see if I can find a link to it or at least to follow Mariah on Instagram so that you can stay up to date on the developments of that. After the garden party, we went to dinner and then I dropped the kids and Dave off and joined some of my classmates for karaoke at Fuji Mountain. I was up far later than I expected to be having some good conversations and, you know, intermittently singing along with all of the karaoke songs. It was really fun. My friend Josie's brothers were all over the mic in the best way. And we, when one of the rooms was closing down, they said, let's do Bohemian Rhapsody. We kind of finaled with Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought that is a good one to end on. I'm going to head home and get some sleep before the early graduation morning. Sunday was Mother's Day. We woke up and went over to a reception before the walk across the stage day. So I was telling my kids there's two graduation days. One is the walk across the stage day, and the next day is the big university commencement day. So the walk across the stage day started with a reception. It was several hours long. There was a great program put on by our professors and really nice because there were so many classmates with families there like mine that have tangentially you know, been involved and known about what we were doing, but to have a few minutes where James Powalski and Leona Brandween and Marty Seligman gave some information and and spoke a little bit about what we've been learning about and applied it to our lives right now and, you know, thanked our families for being such a part of our journey. It was really a great, a great reception. We walked over and, you know, donned all of our graduation regalia and got to do the walk across the state. There were about 400 graduates from our college. There's 52-ish, 52, 53. I don't remember the number exactly of classmates that I have right now, but there were about 400 total and we went last. So all of the other people go and I remembered, I had like flashbacks to high school and college graduation where you are so excited and it's also very, very long. It's a lot of names being read, a lot of 
clapping and cheering, you know, on and on. It was really sweet that once we got to our group, which went last, we all cheered for each other. Each time someone walked across the stage, all of the MAP students cheered. So whether or not people had family or big groups in the audience, everyone was celebrated as they walked across the stage and and got their temporary diploma. By this point, my feet were so raw. I wore new shoes, newish shoes, and I have blisters. I thought the pads of my feet were just going to like burn off. They were so hot from being up on these platforms for a little while. It was a good reminder to probably wear more comfortable shoes during a graduation day next time because, whew, I mean, next time, I don't know that there will be a next time. This is probably it for me. And if you're graduating at some point in the future, make sure you really, really like the shoes that you wear to the walk across the stage day because it was a very long day in shoes that were super uncomfortable. We took some fun pictures, had another little reception, gave high fives to people, said, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll meet up in the morning for the big commencement day and then headed to a Mother's Day dinner. It was a nice lingering sit in the cafe for a long time and just sort of soak it in dinner. And then we slept well before the commencement day. So this is the big university full everyone together day. And we had heard over and over again, you really want to do it. You want to do the whole thing. And I'm so glad that I did. The day began with the parade of graduates. And this was everyone from every college within the University of Pennsylvania meeting together and marching down the Locust Walk, which is this diagonal walkway that goes through the Penn campus. It's a gorgeous campus, you know, of course, very historic, beautiful buildings, big, tall trees. And there's this walkway that cuts through the campus. It's really well known. And we all gathered together. There were thousands, I think like 4,000 or 6,000 students, just everyone in different colors because of their different colleges and different degrees. And there were doctorate candidates and master's candidates and bachelor's candidates. And we found our group and, you know, tried to make sure we stayed together and kind of hold hold sleeves. And there are people blowing bubbles and signs and, you know, noisemakers cheering us on all along the way. It was probably an hour of a walk, a slow walk through campus as a parade. There were there was a band at one point. There were bagpipes at another. And then we walked through a quick security into Franklin Field, which is the football field there on campus, this huge stadium. It's always kind of awe-inspiring to be down on the stadium grounds in a big stadium like that. And it was really cool to walk in with there's, you know, pen decorations and flags and people and all of their beautiful different regalia, especially the professors who are PhDs from all different universities. So all of their colors and outfits are a little bit different. And we shuffled in and found our seats right on the edge of the field, which happened to be right next to where Joe Biden, the current president of the United States, came in and sat down with his family. And of course, a ton of security personnel, Secret Service, all dotted around throughout. His granddaughter, Maisie, was graduating with a bachelor's degree, and she happened to sit right behind me. And she and her classmates were really funny the whole (laughs) During the whole um, graduation, they had lots of like little funny conversations going on. And um, we we had a good time sitting next to them. And every time President Biden would wave at her, my friend Heather and I would sort of jokingly wave back like, yes, hello. Thank you, Mr. President. We appreciate your uh, your greetings. It was really funny and fun. And also just like this buoyant feeling in the air 
The keynote speaker was Adina Menzel. She gave a great talk about using our voices that, of course, is apropos for her career as a Broadway singer and performer. And also was really interesting just to relate back to our different jobs, hopes, careers, families, and the way that using our voice matters. I had a couple different ideas of um, I have topics to explore in that realm as she was speaking. I loved having a moment to just sort of sit in and snapshot the memory of being there in the sunshine, surrounded by classmates who I've grown to love and celebration from so many people at this, you know, beautiful historic university. And it's a little bit surreal to think like this, I've done it. I have graduated with my master of applied positive psychology. I have a big project still to turn in. But as soon as that's turned in, you know, six weeks from now, that that's it. That's the end of the formal road of this degree. And I loved the reminder from one of the speakers this weekend that we often think of graduation as the end, but commencement comes from the word commence, which means to begin. And the real question now is what comes next? What is this degree? What is this experience the beginning of? How do I use the information and the relationships and the knowledge and the self-knowledge, the self-awareness that I've gained over the last almost year to take another step, to move into something new and different in my life? How will I be changed because of this experience? How will what I create in the world be changed because of this experience? One of my favorite lines from the commencement keynote with Adina Menzel was related to the idea of being multitudinal, that we are not one-dimensional. She said, the world will try to identify you with labels and put you in boxes. And then she said this line that I just resonate with so much. I think it's really beautiful. She said, you are more than one thing. You are more than many things. You are everything. And while I feel like, yes, we need to balance that with the idea of being part of a community and, you know, not being the big I, but how do we relate to other people in a big we? I also think that there's so much value in recognizing the multiplicity of our own talents, skills, strengths, and lives, and allowing ourselves to embrace all the pieces of us, the good and the bad and the things that we are strong in and the things that we're working on. And to set down for a minute the idea that we need to be complete and to pick up the idea that we are meant to be always in process, that we can be everything. So graduation weekend felt like a big celebration, a big deep breath. I'm giving myself a few days off of school before I dive into my capstone project. I have an an outline to complete, a few pages to write as an introduction before my next meeting with my advisor on the 23rd. And I will continue keeping you updated in this mini series of Happy Class all the way until the end. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.